Welcome to Vintage McCoy. I'm Rick Brown filling in for Rob McCoy. And tonight we're going to look at going woke or going broke. You don't want to miss this. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, Let there be light. Together, we will make America great again. I have never been more hopeful about America. The advance of human liberty can only strengthen the cause of world peace. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. But because of the Watergate matter, I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. One small step for man. My country tears of thee, sweet land of liberty of thee I sing. We shall pay any price, bear any dirt, uphold any foe, to ensure the survival and the success of liberty. It is indeed we are, the defenders of freedom. With the unbounding determination of our people, we will gain the inevitable triumph, so help us God. Hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Those who forget the past are destined to be Go woke or go broke, that's the theme for tonight. And what's happening across America with going woke? It has to do with this term that means that you are now aware that America is systemically racist, homophobic, and uh, a long list of things that America is. And America is an awful place. And the more that you press into that and you're aware of that and you acknowledge that, you're more woke. And that's what it means to become uh, woke and the uh, cultural relativism to acknowledge whether it's the fluidity of gender or the uh, making an issue of the color of everybody's skin. As a matter of fact, it's the exact, exact opposite. It's bringing all the attention to the color of people's skin and distinguishing between them. As a matter of fact, there is a push now to... Uh, not only should I, as a white male, um, apologize for my privilege and to be ashamed of my, the color of my skin, which I have no control over, and to acknowledge that I am an oppressor with more privilege than other people. And this is the agenda. Now, I wouldn't do that to a black person. I wouldn't say apologize for the color of your skin because you simply have more melanin. That's the only difference between me and somebody that has darker skin is the melanin content in my body. I wouldn't ask them to teach their children to do that, to be embarrassed about the color of their skin. I would think that is totally racist. And for it to be turned around and flipped upon me is the same thing. It's totally racist. And these, this agenda of wokeness is dividing America. It's going to divide schools. It's going to divide from top to bottom in this um, cultural uh, revolution 
of destruction. And that's the plan through cultural Marxism, socialism, is to divide and conquer. And it's working across America because simply good people are not standing up to push back against it. And I speak specifically even to my Christian brothers and sisters. The church has been asleep at the wheel because we haven't wanted to get involved in our communities. We're behind our four walls and it's we four and no more and all of us are safe in the arms of Jesus and forgiven of our sins and on our way to heaven. But the world around us is going to hell in a handbasket and we're asleep. Now the world out there is woke in a destructive way and you need to be woke in a reality check for getting involved with our civic duty. You see, we are citizens of heaven, and we are citizens of the United States of America, last time I checked anyway, and we need to step up and speak up against these things. These are the kind of things. Check out this new book. It is uh, Prayers of Contemplation, and this uh, Dr. Walker Barnes writes this, Dear God, Please help me to hate white people, or at least to want to hate them. At least I want to stop caring about them individually and collectively. I want to stop caring about their misguided racist souls to stop believing that they can be better, that they can stop being racist. So a prayer that is offered in a meditative, com uh, contemplative book is to ask God, please help me hate white people. Now, if I was to say that prayer in reverse, God, please help me to hate black people, which I do not. I love people of all color of skin, from all nations, all languages, all backgrounds, because God loves them and I want to love them. I might be divided by some language barrier and I can't communicate. I might be, uh, have some other barriers that I'm trying to work through in that process. But the reality is, is I am not praying that God would help me hate anybody. You go, well, that's kind of a random, crazy book. Check out at this class at Yale University, an Ivy League class for psychiatrists, psychologists. It is a credit class in order to be licensed. Listen to this doctor of psychiatry that was invited to Yale dreaming about unloading a revolver into the head of white people. And before we show the clip, let me just share this. Whatever you are promoting and believe will affect how you behave in real world situations. Check this out. At Clash building over New York City based psychiatrist saying she fantasizes about killing white people during a speech at Yale University. Dr. Aruna Kilanani making those explosive comments in a guest lecture to medical students back in April. I had fantasies of unloading a revolver into the head of any white person that got in my way, daring their body, and wiping my bloody hands as I walked away relatively guiltless. What about like that? Like I did the world a f***ing favor. White people are out of their minds and they have been for a long time. We are asking a demented, violent predator who thinks that they are a saint or a superhero to accept responsibility. It ain't gonna happen. They have five holes in their brain. The psychiatrist claims she was taken out of context and was speaking metaphorically, and Yale is now backtracking, saying in a statement that those comments are antithetical to school values, but the university was well aware of the speech and reportedly restricted online viewing after it happened. So, Dana, it seems like the doctor needs a doctor. 
Right, so this class that she was teaching was one that would allow you to get your licensing credit. So it was one of the ones that you had to take. So this is the kind of thing wow. that is allowed, right? So if you wanted to become a psychiatrist, you could go to this lecture and, and, and take her class. Can you imagine going to, making an appointment, you're having some emotional or mental problems, and you make an appointment to go to this doctor of psychiatry from New York City. You're just thinking, hey, these are good people. You function in society based on a foundation of goodwill. It doesn't matter what color your skin is or what language or nationality. Obviously, you have to be able to communicate. But, but generally, people move through society with a sense of goodwill in our nation. And uh, uh, in contrast to the systemic racism that is pumped down our throat and crammed down our throat, and you imagine you go in there, and I'm a white guy, and I need some, uh, some psychiatric help. And this girl's fantasizing about unloading a revolver in my head, burying my body, wiping off her hands, and walking away relatively guilt-free with a bounce in her step. Unbelievable. Now, you can get away from this, with this, leftist... <laughs> extreme progressive propaganda and just you can get away with it now if anything is said on the in a conservative way it's labeled as racism there is nothing more racist than what that woman just said nothing at all and her racism and the explosive nature of it it was Ku Klux Klan ish she just had a gun instead of a lynch uh, a a uh, rope to lynch you with and her white hood. But when it's turned around towards a white population and it's producing this incredible hatred from coast to coast and breaking up the, the harmony that America has been enjoying relatively. Now, don't get me wrong. I've, I've faced real racism. I've experienced it, I've been close to it, I've seen its ugly face, I know about racism. And the thing is, is that that is not to say, though, that it is not the exception. It is, it is not the rule, it is the exception. Now, here is a police officer. He's a Hispanic police officer pulling over a black woman and from the opening volley, when her window's down, if you believe systemic racism, if you believe critical race theory, if you're truly woke, and let me just share with you, if you want to be woke, this is like the, the psychiatrist you just heard, she's woke, all right? The woman praying that she could hate white people, she's woke. This woman in this clip interacting with a police officer that's pulling her over because she was driving down the road with her cell phone in her hand, she, her opening volley is when she greets him with her window down, she calls him a murderer because he's a police officer. She's very woke. She also confesses that she's a school teacher as well. Check it out. Correct. I pulled you over because, because you're a murderer. Because uh, yes, I started to record because you can't you're a murderer. Be a, you can't be on your cell I, phone I while you're on driving. I was my phone. I was recording you because you scared you can't, me. You can't use your cell I phone while you're recording. I can record you. And can you call your supervisor, please? I, I already did. He's on his way. Good, because you're a murderer. Okay perfectly legal and I'm a teacher so oh. there congratulations murderer. you're a murderer what's that hold that still for me okay murderer and that's it there you go ma'am signing side of the red box a, right there. for him being a Mexican racist what is that name 
gas. It's under citation, ma'am. Here you go, Mexican racist. You're always going to be a Mexican. You'll never be white. You know that, right? You'll never be white, which is what you really want to be. Wow. The cop is a murderer for simply pulling her over enough traffic stop because she was driving on the road with her cell phone in her hand. And because he's a Mexican, he's Hispanic, she says, hey, you're never going to be white. You're this Mexican racist. That woman is the poster child. As a matter of fact, these last clips that we've seen are the premier example to be woke. If you want to go woke or go broke, that's what it looks like, folks. So I don't know if you want to do that, but it's not just individuals. You know, so yeah, individuals, but what about organizations? What about something as big as Major League Baseball going woke? They got themselves into a $100 million lawsuit about their wokeness claim by pulling out of Atlanta. Uh, but right now, uh, Major League Baseball is facing a big old lawsuit. Uh, Fred, uh, very good to have you. Um, you're suing Major League Baseball for this, but why waiting until, until now? Neil, we're here to right a very, very bad wrong. And um, so we, we actually took action almost immediately after Manfred made that decision, a few days after. So, again, it was an estimated amount of $100 million, Neil, and that's what we're asking them for do. If they can't move it back, let's set up that relief fund so that our small business owners can have that relief that they were expecting for over 21 months. Here the citizens are rising up and really pushing back these business owners because they pulled out in their claim for wokeness. Now, it was connected to the legislation in the state of Georgia that was requiring a voter ID. Now, everything you have to do in moving through society, if I want to rent a car, I need a driver's license. If I want to stay at a hotel, I have to have a driver's license. If I want to get on an airplane, I have to have a driver's license. You need a driver's license. The, the point was to have a driver's license or so, some form of ID for voter registration in Georgia. Now, they pulled out of Georgia and went to, in their wokeness, to primarily white Colorado, to Denver or Boulder, to play their game, where the voter, <laughs> the voter regulations are basically similar to that which the law they were passing in Georgia. It makes no sense, but you want to be identified as woke. So you have to make a big, grandiose statement. I wonder if that grandiose statement's going to be worth the hundred million that they're going to be suing the small businesses because they counted on that and they were planning on coming to town and they pulled the rug out from underneath them. But this is the thing about the voter ID that President Biden made it sound like minorities, black and Hispanic, they don't know how to register, they don't know how to get online, they don't know how to use a computer, they don't know how to get ID, which is insulting to anybody of any color of skin. Listen to this, and here is a spoof. I'm just, you know, a little comedy. Ricky Taylor, who is listening to this meme of President Biden, uh, is uh, obviously somewhat offended by a statement and uses his humor to show it. Check it out. A lot of people don't know how to register. Not everybody in the community, the Hispanic and the African-American community, particularly in uh, uh, rural areas that are distant and or inner city. 
districts know how to use, know how to get on line to determine how to get in line for that COVID vaccine. <laughs> Ricky Taylor shows his, uh, his perspective on that whole idea. Now, now just think about this. You're insulting an, an entire culture, Hispanic and black, two cultures, if you will, in America, that they're unable to do basic things. And it's just not true. And the voter ID is something that just helps to eliminate voter fraud, which I don't care if you're a progressive or you're a conservative or you're in between as a traditional liberal, everybody should want voter integrity. And if you don't, What's your problem? What's your angle? What's your desire for some fraudulent activity? Do you know that even the county of Ventura, here where we're at, they decided to be woke at their government center because for the first time in history, the county of Ventura has raised the pride flag outside of the Ventura County Government Center throughout the month of June in solidarity with the LGBTQ plus community. On Tuesday, June 8, 2021, the Board of Supervisors adopted the resolution honoring and recognizing the month of June as LGBTQ plus. Hashtag Pride Month in uh, hashtag Ventura County. Hashtag love is love. Now, I didn't know that our county supervisors were somehow um, in the place to want to make a sexual fluidity statement in the form of literally running up their flag of gay pride, LGBTQ, um, up the flagpole of pride here for the county of Ventura. Now, Citizens can do whatever they want to with their sexuality because it's America and your bedroom, you can do whatever you want to do. Now, from a Christian perspective, there's a very narrow parameter about sexuality. It's one man, one woman in the covenant of marriage, and that's God's plan. It's very clear from Genesis to Revelation. But be that as it may, we don't push that on the world. Paul the Apostle says in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, he says, we only bring our uh, morality, if you will, within the confines of the Christian community. There we exercise the messaging of it to our people that have chosen to believe in Jesus and follow him. He says, I don't judge the world. That which is out there and people that are unbelievers and doing whatever they want as our neighbors, it doesn't mean that we're homophobic, doesn't mean that we hate them, doesn't mean that we're against them. But on the other hand, it makes you pause and want to speak up when you say, our county supervisors, we voted you into office to watch out for the county. And I mean, do we have a heterosexual monogamous flag that they would run up a pole? Can we choose a month? If June is their month, can July be our month? I don't know. Seems like a, a fascinating perspective. But everybody in their desire to be woke, whether it is racially woke or uh, gender identity or sexuality, fluidity, being woke in your embrace of all of these things. The real push that is the most destructive right now in education are those two things. The sexuality push, but bigger than that right now is the critical race theory that demonizes America, demonizes white society, and 
is raising a whole generation to hate white people. Matt Walsh says this comically, I've been fascinated to learn that only white people have ancestors who did bad things. Slavery, conquest, rape, etc. Only white people were the only ones who have to apologize. We're the only ones who have to apologize. No one else. Everyone else is descended from angels. Really mind-blowing news. I had no idea. How about you? I also did not have any idea. Every family has skeletons in the closet. Every culture has skeletons in the closet. Every culture has done awful things in its past, but it doesn't mean that they're happening now, and it doesn't mean it's happening in this generation, and we have come a long ways in discovering and, and, and embracing Martin Luther King's dream of not being discriminated based upon our race, not being segregated based upon our color of skin, and now critical race theory is taking us right back to square one. It's all about race. It's all about the color of your skin. We're going to segregate and we're going to discriminate and we're going to humiliate. And if you don't embrace that as white people, you're just simply not woke. This is the reality in our teaching moment at the end of this segment that Psalm 139.14 says this, and this is true of all people, male, female, young, old, every color of skin. That's true of all of us. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. You have been fearfully and wonderfully made by your Creator. Genesis 1.27 says, So God created man in his own image. You are the image bearer. No matter how much melanin you have in your skin, male or female, you are the image bearer of your Creator, the God of the heavens and the earth. In the image of God, He created him, male and female. He created them. Lastly, Acts 17, 26 through 27, He has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings so that they should seek the Lord in the hope that they might grope for Him and find Him, though He is not far from each one of us. Paul the Apostle states exactly what Moses states in Genesis, and that is, we all came from one set of parents. Through time and distance and the small mutations and different colors of melanin, but we all come from the same set of parents. We're all extended family. We're all brothers and sisters, no matter where you live around the world. And yet the Lord said he has determined uh, the pre-appointed times and boundaries of cultures and societies and countries so that people might, in a governmental, in a cultural setting, that they might have the opportunity to seek for the seek the Lord and to grope for him and to find him because he's not far from each one of us. All we have to do is say, Lord, help me. Lord, save me. Because the, the ground at the foot of the cross to come to Jesus is all level. It doesn't matter if you're a down and outer or an up and outer or you're white or you're black or you're Hispanic or you're Asian. Jesus loves us and we all bear the image of God and we've been created in his image and we've been fearfully and wonderfully made for a plan and a purpose in which we can have fellowship with God. And the Lord gives us two simple instructions. Love Him with all our heart and love our neighbor as ourself. No matter what kind of color of skin. Let me tell you, that is the ultimate wokeness when you understand that we're all family in this human 
on, on planet Earth. We're all family, extended family. And we are to love one another as we love ourselves and care about ourselves. So whatever your perspective is, the Christian church for a very long time has very, been, been woke. Now, I understand that in the past, once again, bad heritage or uh, bad skeletons in the closet, even through the early years of America, people on both sides of the issue used the Bible to endorse or be against slavery. But the ones that were against slavery went out because nobody wants to be a slave. The reality is that something called meritocracy, when you give yourself to anything in a wholehearted way and pursue it, you have the opportunity to rise out of your circumstances and not be a victim. And you are not stuck in those circumstances by some oppressor. You have the opportunity. It's not about the color of your skin. It's about competence and character. And you can go through life and make it all about the color of people's skin if you want to, but it doesn't lead anywhere but to victimhood and victimization and victimology. Or you can say, hey, I'm just going to pursue God, love Him, love my neighbors as myself, develop my character and my competence, get really good at something, and just let the Lord work all these things out. You have a choice to be a victim or to be a victor in your pursuit of life in America as we know it, as we still know it. You may not have it long, but right now you do. Go woke or go broke. It's some, some, some sad business going on in America right now. Till next time. Thanks for watching. For more information, head over to VintageMcCoy.com or follow us on Instagram at The Vintage McCoy. We'll see you Wednesday night.